0: Hi, I'm Spencer, and I'm a drive-and-load bagger at Station Park, and you're listening to Taste of Harmons. All right, welcome to another episode of Taste of Harmons. Taste of Harmons. Taste of Harmons. That's what it's called. Yeah, I'm Brandon. Hi, Brandon. Who are you? I am Leslie. (laughs) Hello, Chef Leslie.
1: How the heck are you?
0: Oh, terrific, and especially... Excited today because uh, we're talking chili roast, which Heck is yeah. one of my favorite times of the year. Mm-hmm. And then we do have uh, two guests with us. Um, both of them have been on the show before, so that's really exciting. Uh, so we have Robert Sigmiller. Hello. And then uh, Chef Aaron. Yes, hello.
1: Give us your title, Robert.
2: Produce fresh produce sales director.
0: Very nice.
1: Thirty ninth year, and counting. Is that right? Or is it 40 by now? When did I last w- see you? Working
2: on
0: 40. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> working on 40.
0: So yeah, we had Robert on for our salsa episode, and then Chef Aaron uh, was with Art of Oils. So excited to talk to you both about this topic. Like I said, I'm very excited about this time of year. is just awesome.
1: Okay. So how did, how did Harmon's even begin its chili roast? How many years ago was that?
2: We started out in 2008. Okay. And uh, we started out at the West Valley store. Uh, I learned how to uh, roast the chilies from one of my local growers that was doing it at one of these roadside stands. He actually helped me, uh, f- uh, introduce me to a guy to uh, make the roaster. So all, all, most of our roasters have been made here locally in Utah.
1: For those who haven't seen the roasters, there are these huge, huge steel drums, right?
2: Yeah, like a 50-gallon drum with uh, uh, like a netting or whatever so the fire like goes through. A grate through.
1: system almost, like a, it's grated. Yes. And then when it turns on, it's like, it sounds like a jet engine.
2: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Uh, it's amazing. It definitely gets your attention. And uh, then if, if that doesn't, the smell will. Yeah. Uh, the smell of uh, chili uh, roasting is just amazing.
1: And this just all started because you liked chilies.
2: I love chilies. In fact, I started out roasting them just on my uh, grill at home.
1: Uh-huh. That's amazing. Because ne- I never even learned to roast chilies like that. I just kind of threw them on fire. I guess I learned I learned it that way, so. Yeah.
2: And uh, an Anaheim chili, in order to use it, uh, it's got a heavier skin on it, and that's why we do roast them. Is uh, it, the roaster actually blisters that skin, and then uh, after you're done roasting them, you put them in a plastic bag, and that actually steams them a little bit, cooks them the rest of the way, and and then that skin just pulls right it slides off. Slides right
1: off. Yep. Uh, so after the West store, was that a huge success? How did that go?
2: Oh, the West store was amazing. Uh, marketing got involved. We uh, had a few of the newspapers announce it. Uh, and then I think we was actually even on TV. We had people driving in from uh, Brigham City in Wyoming. You're kidding me. We had, uh, so we had lines? We had lines <laughs> that wrapped around and the store. And how long was it?
1: The chili roast, how long did it last?
2: We did it for like four. I think we said we always started out four to five weeks. Okay. At a time, and we so.
1: roast Fridays and Saturdays. Is that right?
2: Fridays and Saturdays. Okay. Mm.
1: So that smell alone just brought people from Brigham City. <laughs> okay, maybe it's maybe po- they didn't it, smell it, it from it there. It's but possible, but okay. Yes. and then in years subsequent, what happened?
2: Well, we decided to uh, expand our operation, so we brought the east side in. And uh, brought that in 2009. So it was 2008 was West only. Then we went 2009 was West and 7th. And then in 11, we wanted to catch the North and South store, so we actually went to Ogden and and Orem. And then a central location, we did South Jordan.
1: Each year, you kind of added a few more stores.
2: Actually, that's in 2011. We we brought on those. So we had five stores at that time. And then in 2012 is when we made the commitment to have all the stores roast.
1: Okay. That's amazing. Hmm. So 19 stores right now do chili roast. Right. And 19 stores have those beautiful drums and the Hmm. jet engines. (laughs)
2: <laughs> right. And there are some stores that uh, need two roasters. So there, there's a few of the stores that actually have two, two roasters because uh, of the to take those lines down. Yeah, the demand. Yeah.
1: OK, well, that's amazing.
0: Talk me, uh, tell me a little bit about the design uh, of the actual roaster. Not the design, but who made that and how did, you know, how did you bring that idea to them to because it wasn't the same person that you saw on the side of the road right or was it
2: it actually well as far as to make the the uh the roaster itself it was designed after one that my local grower was already using so
1: so is it is it specifically designed to hold one bushel
2: of actually, chilies. these will hold two bushel of chilies. okay, so we can roast two at a time the, the the thing is is if someone orders a medium heat and a hot heat, there's no way to separate them so we still can only do one at a time
1: right but so f- okay, so you you basically put them in the victory wash and then, you got your roaster, you just throw it in there. How long does it take to roast them?
2: 3 to 4 minutes. That's it. That's it. And
1: so the the produce managers or the folks who are the roasters know exactly like what the what it looks like or what it smells like. How do they know when to right. stop?
2: Basically, they're they're looking at a time and then they can actually tell when they're when they're just about done and then at the end, and also, you always ask your customer, because some prefer and cook just a little bit more and some a little less. So We I still see. want to let the customer make that decision.
1: I've never purchased a bushel of chilies.
2: Oh, you're missing out. I'm
1: sorry. I love to stand there and watch, though. It's amazing to just watch them continue. The smell is just beautiful.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm. <laughs> Hi, Aaron. How, How are you, you doing? doing? How you doing?
0: I think this is the quietest I've ever been. I, I have to agree.
1: I don't know what's happening right now.
0: So I'm curious, though, because when did you, Aaron, when did you start working at Harmons? Uh,
3: 2013.
0: So it's definitely after the chili roast thing. Had you been already kind of aware that Harmons was doing the chili roast?
3: Um, yeah. I mean, I, I worked in the cooking schools at that time, and I remember they were doing some recipe development in the delicatessens because the delicatessen was getting ready to come on as a partner in the chili roast to help. Uh, with movement and help uh, get everybody excited about it and have product available for the customers, ready to go, um, ready to buy, ready to eat. And so uh, in the cooking schools, um, we had, you know, I, I even think Robert came in at one time and said, hey, can you help with some of these recipes? And we developed a whole bunch of recipes. Some of them worked. Some of them didn't work. Um, we had like a... And pork- what
0: you're meaning by like, you're just throw not to say you're just throwing chilies into stuff, but your deli related items mm-hmm. that you're just trying to incorporate that into well uh, already existing stuff or like
3: uh, really take an angle of adding chili to existing uh recipes but also creating unique uh recipes from scratch and so uh, a few years ago um robert brings in a really great dry chili product as well uh, that's made from new mexican chilies and uh, you know the movement on, on that isn't always the greatest um, and so we got with him and decided to develop a recipe with the dried chili uh, powder and uh, our carne asada marinade that's made out of that is just freaking incredible, it's awesome
1: Yeah, uh, remember we were talking um, or maybe you weren't there, we did a, carne, a street tacos class at Chef Callen's um, in Holiday and she said I grab that stuff as fast as I possibly can because that's what I use for my for my chili pepper powder, when I make my carne asada, or when I do my carnitas, when I do whatever, so.
0: Yeah, I never thought about grabbing the, the powder, but yeah, I always will buy a bushel or so. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
3: chilies, but. And the powder's made out of the of the ripened chili, so it's all the way ripened. And I I've heard that ripened chilies, the red chilies, are a little milder, and so. Robert does have a hot, a medium, a mild, an extra hot in the in the powder form. But it, it's great. You know, use it in making candies and putting it on your corn. And um, he even sells a, a chili brittle. It's one of my favorite parts of chili roast is the chili brittle I'm that he brings such a pansy.
1: In. Even the mild I can't handle. What is so good. I am. It is, it's delicious, but it's, yeah,
0: it's hot. So what type of, going back to Robert really quick, um, what's the... It's a an Anaheim, right? But tell me a little bit where our supply is actually coming from, because there's the the hatch chili, uh, and then we also do some local. Is that
2: correct? That is correct. So we start out with hatch. Hatch season starts before ours, for one thing, and there's a there's a quite the following. So the first couple of weeks we have hatch only,
1: and hatch is from New Mexico. That is, is that correct? correct. Okay.
2: Yes. I've been down there to to visit the farm, and and the closest airport to there is uh, El Paso. So you fly into El Paso, and then you go through Las Cruces into into Hatch, New Mexico. And that's hmm. basically where it's at. But uh, anyway, they the unique thing about uh, the chilies during that time of year is uh, you can get four heat levels, and any other time of the year you're basically locked into one. It's probably a medium most of the time, and it's the Anaheim chili, but uh, Hatch and then our local growers actually grow a mild, which is a New Mexico 64. There's a medium that's a big, big gin variety. There's a hot that's called a sandia, and then for the brave people, the extra hot is called a barker or a lumbre.
1: Brave people. Yeah, You're Leslie's a brave over there purple. shaking her head. <laughs> my husband would probably be a brave person. I just, I, I don't know. Maybe I go medium.
0: Yeah. So, how did you, with the farmer on Hatch, New Mexico? Where, how did you come across them?
2: Basically, uh, my one grower. He actually uh, has a distant cousin that actually lives in, in New Mexico, and that's how we, we got our, uh, our connection for the New Mexico product. And then after I visited them, they actually had l- like a little local store, and they carried the, the peanut, or the... The brittle. The brittle. And uh, so I got the name off of that, so we started ordering the brittle directly from, from uh, the guy in Las Cruces. Uh, those pecans that are in the brittle are actually local-grown also, which is way cool. And then, uh, and then the powders that we buy from them uh, actually uh, come from their farm also, just the ripened chilies like Chef Aaron said. They're, they're always the year before uh, chilies that yeah. they'll grind up after they've been dried.
1: Awesome. So our, our first purchase of the year of those hatch like how how many are you buying them by the ton or by the pallet like how do you purchase them
2: uh, it's usually right around around 500 uh, to a thousand sacks bushels bushels and how
1: much does a bushel weigh
2: bushels right around 25 pounds 22 to 25 pounds they go by the bushel basket. That's how they measure, measure these. You get the hotter ones, they'll actually have a thinner wall to them, uh, the meat. And so the chili won't weigh as much, so you can't really go by the, the pound. Oh, uh, it
1: would be like shrimp, 1620s. They're not all the same, right? No. OK. So then as the season progresses or the festival progresses, then you'll switch to Utah growers.
2: That is correct. And
1: who do we use for that?
2: Uh, the Rojas Family Farm is, th- is who we use. And
1: there. where are they located?
2: Uh, mainly in South Jordan.
1: Okay. And will they keep us going through the rest of the festival?
2: That is correct. we will
1: calling it a festival. Roast. <laughs> rest of the roast.
2: <laughs> the event. Kickoff. The event. It's a
0: kickoff. Is
1: that what it is? Yep. But it's not a kickoff every single week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the kickoff only happens once. <laughs> once. Right. right. The kickoff is the
1: hatch. <laughs> and then subsequent weeks... Leading up to Labor Day, right? And including Labor Day. Is that yeah. usually kind of the end?
2: That's the end weekend? That's the end. The, that, that's so the end. Up up. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay.
2: One thing that we've done to extend the season is we actually uh, will roast a bunch and then we'll actually package them into Ziploc containers and actually uh, freeze them just like our customer would. And w- we have them for sale in the frozen area. Also. And that'll get oh, us really? through
1: till what? I
0: didn't know. I did that
2: um, next yeah. year. It, yeah. j- it just depends. You can yeah. save them for a whole year, but, uh, most of the time, uh, we, we haven't hit our potential yet. Yeah. Uh, we keep on freezing more and, and they sell very well.
1: So, so. what are you going to ask?
0: Well, so like outside of the, the whole freezing to sell throughout the year. Like I'm curious, I mean, we obviously will roast a lot of this for, for customers, but how much of that product is being used in the deli? Like, can you tell me like a, a percentage or a or a weight or something that Delicatessen's using from this?
3: Yeah, on average, we probably go through about two bushels a day. Really? Yeah, two
1: bushels a day per store.
3: Uh, yeah, some stores are a little bit slower. Some stores are you know more than that, but about two bushels a day. And then I know because I've cleaned them in multiple I stores. I was just gonna say. <laughs> And uh, I tell you what, it's a religious experience cleaning a bushel of roasted chilies. So I have it down packed. I don't. I've seen it. Yeah, you don't it's use a impressive. knife. It's impressive. Yeah. It's
1: impressive. It's very. Oh, it's like it's like filleting fish. It's like there's watching a, one of those uh, YouTube
3: uh, where you've got the superhuman people that are just like, fum, 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 you know, slamming yeah, it out. That's at you. Lightspeed.
1: Okay, I'm get, Let's YouTube that. <laughs> let's do that this year because I have so. a feeling that probably do that again
3: yeah (laughs) (laughs) nobody likes cleaning them so uh, if i show up to stores during the chili roast Mm -hmm. they'll be like is there anything i do yeah clean chilies okay sounds great
1: and then will you specify uh heat level
3: um no Okay. It's a it's kind of a mixed bag with the delicatessen. You know, sometimes it's hot, sometimes it's not. Most of the customers that are buying chili uh, products from the delicatessen are looking something with a little spice level to it.
1: Are you doing chili verde again?
3: Oh yeah. Oh, thank Could you. we not do chili verde? <laughs> thank you. We yeah,
1: said.
0: yeah. What 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 are we doing?
3: Well, we're, we're we've got some standards that we always do. Uh, we tried to switch up the menu a few years ago and take some items off. And uh, was there backlash? yeah Robert he tracked us down he was like I want chili beans you bring those back onto the menu those are
1: good beans they
3: are those incredible are and if I told you the ingredients you'd probably fall out of your chair oh, okay. but uh, no it's it's not bad I mean in a good way yeah we just use American cheese and so oh. that's uh, the heartbreak you and of Billy everybody
1: oh.
3: oh I love I love. I know you do. Don't digress. It works well in the chili beans. (laughs) No, Mm -hmm. the pork chili verde. I mean, we make uh, you know thousands of gallons of the of the chili verde during the um, uh, the chili roast. That's one of our most popular products. We've got the carne asada, uh, carne asada marinade, uh, the green chili sweet pork tacos. We did a whole bunch of street tacos with it last year. We'll probably bring that back this year. we do a chimichanga, um, uh, chili beans. We do our twice-baked potatoes. We have a really awesome chili verde pot pie that we do. So, I haven't
1: tasted that. Oh, it's... Where, where ing- have I been?
3: It's so good. I don't know. So oh, good. Is that
1: on the required list?
3: <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, good. Yeah. We have some empanadas. We actually work with a, a little tiny company down in uh, San Diego that makes all of our um, empanada dough for us. That comes in and... Uh, we do all the hand um, forming that and then, uh our empanada filling, and then we have a. We might bring this back this year, but I'm not sure. Go that back we have to a the empanada filling. Okay. Lard. No.
1: Oh come on.
3: Too much trans fat. Oh. So we try to be we try to be kind I just of okay clean. Kissed in a podcast. Clean. Sorry. That's all right. I apologize. I use American cheese, but I don't use lard. Okay. What's the deal?
1: All right, all right, all right. <coughs>
3: Um, and then <laughs> we have a a hatch chili burger. So one one of the years we did, uh, we cleaned the chili out, made a plank of chili, uh, battered it, and deep fat fried it, and put on a burger. It was really really good with some cheese sauce. It's
1: like tempura chili.
3: Yeah, tempura chilies. It's like
1: temp- oh, it's like chili katsu. <laughs> oh yes.
3: my, okay. All right. <laughs> Which is just battered and fried. <laughs> so yeah, we have a we have probably 30 recipes. We've had some. Really, really great ruins and some not so really great ones. What's what, what's a dud? Oh, we did a, a mushroom and chili uh, stuffed pork tenderloin. And that one didn't uh, hold real well. And then we did a grape and chili salsa. And that was... Um, it was pretty good. It wasn't just... It was too unapproachable, you know, like grape and chili salsa. just... For the spend to try something like that, it was the customers were kind of a, not into it.
1: Whose wacky idea was that?
3: Um, I don't know. Huh. Not mine.
1: I was gonna say, come <laughs> on, own up to it.
3: It wasn't
2: mine. It you was have
1: some crazy ideas. Sometimes. Oh
2: yeah, I do. So chef, mm-hmm. the chili, oh, yes. the <laughs> the chili, the chili verde, uh-huh. I love it. But there's <gasps> one thing that you offer that I love to uh, scoop it up with. I don't like it with a spoon. Uh-huh. But those chips that you guys make are am- amazing. What yeah. chips? All oh, oh, the one time the, of year. The
0: the s- the hot
2: yeah. Uh, the
3: tortilla d- chips. Deli yeah. chips. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, are we
3: they chips? Tort- the, uh, the hand-cut uh, and fried in house uh, tortilla chips with our own special seasoning and uh, they fly. They fly off the shelf.
1: What are you using to f- what is a what tortilla is that?
3: just uh the tortilla it was the harman's tortilla that we sell in, in the store we cut them up into sixths and then we have a special blend of spices that we use with them and we fry them in the in the fryers with all that good chicken fat that's in there from all that's of our our chicken <laughs> well, that's that we is. fry in there so they sadly you know anything you fry in that that frying oil is not uh not going to be uh vegetarian vegan safe but uh <laughs> They are delicious.
1: Note to Tabitha, don't eat the do yeah, it was, chips. Yeah,
3: was just keeping you safe.
0: That's, it's making me very angry that we're recording this so early because oh. it's not quite the chili roast yet. I mean, it is making me so hungry for this <laughs> stuff. Uh, all right, so what, and this is, you know, chime in on this, Robert, as well. So outside of the recipes that we have in store and our delicatessens whatnot. What is something that you guys use these for in your home recipes? What is what is a great usage for these roasted chilies?
3: Jam. I could do, you know, like a um, hot jam uh, or a marmalade. Um, you can put them, you can just put them in a, just about anything. Well, of,
0: I certainly, I, I buy a bunch, I freeze them and I use them. I'll pull them out periodically put them in pretty much anything but i i want i want a really amazing
2: recipe or amazing idea
0: that i can go home and try
2: so the problem i have is when i'm peeling them you always got to have a salt shaker next to you and i have a tough time getting them i can eat them as fast as i can peel them so that's that's the problem i have
1: put salt on your chilies
2: oh yeah Huh. Yeah, little Redmond sea salt uh-huh. on them is, yeah, oh, that's interesting. It's, it's the bomb. One of my favorite recipes is like to make a. Uh, uh, anyway, they're good with any egg dish, but like a chili uh, casserole. So, so you put a layer of the chili. Like a breakfast casserole. Yes. <gasps> yeah, we've got a. That's a, actually ooh. one of my go-to's too. It's we've really just got it actually
3: a great recipe in the delicatessens. So we could probably switch it over to a a civilian style recipe because of all our recipes are industrial, but uh, it's a baked chili relleno. It's almost like a moussaka, but it's, uh, it's got chili planks in it instead of, yeah, it's really, really good. So
1: instead of like eggplant parmesan, you're doing?
3: It's like it's more like a chili lasagna, but we we do a baked bechamel over the top of it. So When do you do this? Oh. Uh, it's one of the chili roast recipes actually. That sounds, so that
1: sounds amazing.
3: Yeah. We should uh, post the recipe.
1: Mm. OK. Yeah. I'd like yeah. you to post that recipe, please. Yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's <man, that's> pretty <laughs> good.
1: Mexican-Italian-inspired lasagna. Yeah. Oh.
0: What's so what, al- what else do you do, Robert, with your chilies?
2: If you've never had a hamburger with, uh, with chilies on it, you're missing out. And skip the tomato. Just layer you know, at least a half an inch thick of uh, chilies on top of it. You, you, you got a burger. So you're really, you're really on
0: this. Uh, chilies and tomatoes don't pair well.
2: Uh, <laughs> they both have their place, not together though. Interesting. For me,
3: apparently, oatmeal and chili don't pair together well. Uh, yeah, I, ca- I
0: can't
1: imagine that. That sounds disgusting.
3: Well, that, or yogurt.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah there's quite oatmeal? a few things. That
3: yeah, I, I heard this actually from an individual in New Mexico. They're like, we put chilies on everything, in everything, cake, cookies, jams. It doesn't go well with oatmeal. <laughs> Don't try it. And apparently in New Mexico, they ask, there's a state question they ask you. If you go to any, any diner, any restaurant, they go red or green. And they're meaning red chili sauce or green chili sauce. And the proper answer is, do you know?
2: Christmas stuff. Christmas both. <laughs> I, remember yep. huh.
1: I remember that. I remember that.
0: That's interesting.
1: Christmas style.
3: So you don't want Christmas oatmeal.
1: One of the more unique mm. pairings that I've done, it was a surprise, but it was a nice pleasant surprise, is I candied some green chilies, right? I roasted them and then I candied them, cut them up into tiny little pieces, and then I served it with a chocolate lava cake. And the chocolate oh, yeah, you did this last year. with the chili yeah. was outstanding. Wow! You just—it's just like a little compote that you put on the top of it. It's a yeah. Little you were supposed—you
0: were supposed to bring some in for never did.
1: I don't remember did. that. I don't know who you're talking about. So, uh,
3: <laughs> I bet candied, candied chilies, like you—you know—you get them all candied and chewy, and you put them in cookies instead of gumdrops.
1: Yeah, like ginger. Yeah. Like, like crystallized ginger, if you crystallized green chilies. Mm,
3: I want to try that.
0: So I am a sucker for Harmon's cheese balls. Do we, how would green chili? I know that. Like we the, do that. That's do, one of really? our
3: recipes. During chili roast, we'll bring in Do the, not uh, recall that. Okay. I'm <gasps> let's doing, do a grilled
1: I, cheese with that instead of the jalapeno cheddar cheese ball.
0: Yeah, yeah I'm thinking that would be. Okay, good. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm just going to, th- I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All these podcasts are just like. Well recipe ideas like
0: i ha- i have a love hate relationship with the chili roast one i, I mean I, I love it and the reason why i hate it is it's the end of summer and summer is my favorite time of year Uh-oh. and when that happens it's like oh it's it's over <laughs> oh so. my
1: gosh that's so glass half empty i don't look at it that way
0: <laughs> well good for you <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's the end of summer i the, chil- the chilies are not being roasted anymore. I tell you what, there's few smells that are quite, you know, that are as quite as enduring as walking, you know, 100, and, 100 yards from a Harman's. You can smell it down the road. Aww. And just that char smell and the vegetal smell of the green chilies, and you get up close, and it's it's pretty intoxicating. Plus, I
1: have to be honest. Those poor people out there in the sweltering heat.
3: Wearing an apron.
1: Doing, yes, those poor creatures
3: next to a jet. Bless their hearts. <laughs> next to the, Yeah. 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 Well, and then once they get them, once they, they have to wash them first. So that's one thing that we do that's unique, I think, amongst um, most of the uh, people doing roasting is that we victory wash all of our chilies so that they're uh, safe, um, you know, get the dirt off of them. And then, uh, so they have to victory wash the chilies and then, you know, load them in there. And when they're coming out of that, uh, that roaster, they're piping hot piping piping and then getting them in a bag and Mm -hmm. and so it's it's not an easy job they're like
1: singe victims at the end of the hole
3: yeah yeah you can tell the new guy you can always (laughs) tell who the new guy is right no
1: (laughs) no eyelashes no
3: eyebrows (laughs) 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 it's a pretty big piece of business for us and it's and it's not something uh easy to execute because we're doing our regular business during this time and then we add this piece of business to it and then the Delicatessens. the chili roast is actually a bigger um, deal as far as uh, cooking-wise over a longer period of time than Thanksgiving and our holiday. I um, can't believe that. Yeah. I kind of, I can see. Well,
1: maybe Thanksgiving uh, is like the onslaught yeah, of, the thanks- couple of the few days prior to leading up to Thanksgiving.
3: Yeah, Thanksgiving business has gotten so big that, you know, Thanksgiving Day, of course, is big, but all the other operations shut down on Thanksgiving Day, but chili roast is everything that we're doing plus more and you have maybe sometimes twenty different new items that you're trying to put out
1: that's true. on
3: top of what you're doing. And so they usually dedicate a couple of chefs and so or you know, we get a lot more people in the in the department. I don't know how that's gonna work this year with social distancing and and um, you know limiting the amount of people in the kitchen to keep everybody safe. Is but, that what you're doing right now? Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, we have three to four people in the kitchens at a time where we used to have maybe 15.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
3: I'll be real. I'm curious, like on the chili roast related items.
0: So, are you altering anything? So, like, we do mac and cheese, for example, all year long. Are you altering that recipe at all other than just adding chilies? Or, like, do you have to alter? Or is it the same thing you're just adding chilies? Just add chilies. Okay.
3: Just add chilies. Boom.
1: Can you still get the plain one? Mm hmm. You're just making more. Yep. Yeah. Okay, I can totally see how that would be way more work.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work for the for the produce department too. You know, they've got a line at nine o'clock in the morning at some stores, and they don't start roasting until ten or eleven, and people are anxious anxiously waiting uh, uh, chilies. I remember one year going out with a, a bowl of chocolate trying to put smiles back on people's faces because they were ready to get their chilies roasted and get out of there so
1: do you have a competition of how many bushels are roasted each day per store
2: it's more of a contest for the uh for the season we'll actually set up a contest for the season okay but generally um what's
0: what areas do do extremely well Does i know west is always the, the
2: west is still our still our number one store but uh roy is roy is ever since we closed the five points location roy has really took off and huh. then seventh is right a uh, main player also how does down south do dixie uh, and we're still working on them huh. yeah
1: can i buy a half bushel
2: uh they definitely would work, work that out for you. We okay. try to encourage them, you know, because once, once you've tried them, there's no, I mean, you're, you're going to go through a bush, bushel easily.
1: But then I also like the fact that I can, even if, let's say, it's a day that they aren't roasting, I can go into a refrigerated case. And I can get a Ziploc bag. Are they gallon-sized bags? Uh,
2: actually, what what we have uh, during the chili roast is we actually have an a inline container. It's a 24 ounce container that's uh, got 16 ounces of chilies in it. And then that way you can actually see which heat level you would like, and, and uh, actually make your decision before you even go buy a bag of uh, a bushel. You know.
1: Okay. And then tell me. Let's go back to freezing. How, does that affect the flavor when you defrost it?
3: No. I I think if you get them in the freezer and get them, um, you know, let them come to room temperature. Don't put them in the freezer warm. Okay. Because if you do that, they're going to get mushy.
1: Are they peeled or not peeled? Uh,
3: you can put them in either way. Um, okay. I do unpeeled. And I pull them afterwards. Okay. Yeah. I put them in peeled. Um a lot of times I'll do a puree or I'll chop them up and then freeze them so they're ready to go. Oh. Um, but if you if you put them in warm, uh, they'll get mushy, so you want to make sure that you that at least temp- bring them to room temperature. okay. Get all the air out of your bag, but you just put them in a bag and throw them in the freezer and good to go.
1: Okay, and how long could they last? a year if I for- really mm-hmm. I forget if you get the to air listen. out okay.
0: Um, I, there's been a couple of schools of thought here, so I'm curious of both of your opinions. Do they get hotter over time when they're in your fridge or maybe even in freezer?
2: No. No. The only thing that you might build a, you know, like if you had a recipe, it'll actually spread through the recipe more as it sets would be the only thing I would, I would say. But as far as the chili itself it won't become any hotter.
3: Yeah, and that's likely because the liquid um, seeps. I mean, you have time for the liquid to get out of the chili and the chili capsaicin oil to to disperse more evenly throughout the, the you know, get all those cell membranes um, rupturing and giving out the chili oil. And so, yeah, the heat comes from the, the type of chili uh, that there is. Um, it really all started with a singular uh, chili that was developed by um, a doctor in the 1800s, 1881, um, who wanted to take um, uh, the native chili, the native Anaheim that was growing in the area, and uh, make it more consistent in size and shape. Um, and so he developed what they call the New Mexico, the New Mexican number nine. Um, and then from that, you have like the Big Jim, you have a whole, nine different varieties that are grown in New Mexico and, um, and then, you know, there's really not a hatch chili, there's not a chili that's a hatch chili, hatch is just a place, so it's a, a, a geographical um, area. Um, and it's actually quite small, it's in the Rinco Valley in, in Mex- uh, New Mexico. And that's the actual name of the valley. the The town was named after uh, uh, Wild West General. And there's, I think, there's about five growers in Hatch that um, would really like there to be a, a geographical distinction put, like Champagne. But it's such a small area, uh, a growing area, that um, it creates challenge for um, other New Mexico growers who. Might not have the same advantage of the hatch name uh, on the chilies.
1: Who are who are cultivating same
3: equally the same pepper? The same pepper. In fact, Just there's not in hatch. In hatch, right? Um, and so you have uh, you have different uh, towns. In fact, there's a uh, there's a they call him the Pope of the Pepper. Uh, his name is Dave Dewitt, and he's like pepper god. The Pepper Pope. Yeah, and he. Uh, he says there's a chili. It's up in uh, Chimeo, and it's a land landrace chili. So it means it's a native chili that uh, wasn't genetically uh, um, selected for. That has more flavor than the hatch chili. That's spec. That's sub. You know, subjective. That's somebody saying. <laughs> that's the pepper their pope. Pouting his pope. pepper. Yeah, but uh, he's he's kind of argued that. Um, that we shouldn't be calling it the hatch chili we should be calling it a new mexico chili because that's really what it is it's a chili that's grown in the specific climate of new mexico which does affect the flavor of the chili you know the terroir because the uh, there's a there's a feud going on between pueblo uh colorado and hatch new mexico about who has the best chili and uh They've done some tests. The New Mexico or the the Pueblo Colorado chili has a little thicker skin. It's a little hotter. Um, that's because it's in a little colder climate, so the thin the skin tends to thicken up a little bit. And then down in New Mexico, it's a little hotter, and so it's a little more delicate skin. Um, but the chilies are a little sweeter. And so, but it's it's pretty heated. I mean, both governors of the of the state were talking trash to each other, billboards, uh, running... New Mexico uh, heard that uh, Pueblo was going to do some big billboard campaign or some big campaign, and they they printed materials within, like, 48 hours to get out ahead of uh, Colorado on this. It
1: sounds like the ski industry in Colorado and Utah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it? Okay, do so you
3: think you could
0: tell Robert a difference of... I mean, can you... If you were to really have a side by side taste of the of the hatch slash New Mexico chilies and the ones here in South Jordan, what like without having that knowledge and back, like, would you be able to pick that up instantly or like, what do you think?
2: You know, I I would not. In fact, I actually really like our local ones because uh, at the time, especially towards the end of the season, we'll we'll start getting some pretty cool nights and uh, and our chilies. Uh, the the meat on them is just a little bit thicker so i actually prefer prefer our local ones at the end of the season
0: i mean do, and i'm curious because like, you've mentioned i think before recording um that there are some people that really like our our local stuff do we have a clientele that is rushing to get it first off of the off the hatch because they know you bet if, you yeah, yeah. Really? hatch
2: okay. really does have a great following yes interesting and it's a great product also so
1: Okay, so now I'm going to ask something really, really controversial: chili <laughs> or pepper? How what do you, how do you refer to them?
3: In, in New Mexico, they they refer to them as chili peppers, <laughs> but chili. <laughs>
1: well, that doesn't help. <laughs> but the chili. It was so an either or question. It's not an and.
3: So th- I think another question that you could ask is: Is it chili with an e or chili with an i? And chili with, chili an e. with an I. Well, that's because chili with an I is or, or, the, or is the stew.
1: It, right, is the stew.
3: Yeah. Chili with an E is the plant. You
1: don't use chili and pepper interchangeably. No. Because if I say a pepper, I'm thinking of a green, an orange, a yellow, or a red bell pepper. Right. If I'm thinking of anything with any level of heat, I think chili. So I'm basically asking myself this question because I apparently just answered it. Well, Robert, what do you think?
0: Well, I wouldn't you do it more like you're saying the heat thing, like because yeah. there are varying kinds of of pepper with different heat. So like I wouldn't say pepper, chilies single one because they're chilies. Well, yes, but I would say Serrano. Like I would go exactly. for chili. Serrano. Yeah, I, I would I, say habanero,
3: jalapeno, yes. chili, Serrano,
1: all chilies. They, are,
0: but you, I, to me, and I'm not. Expert or scholar on this, I would go more for the specific type that it is. I chili means is is a type, but it's not something that I it's would the call it. umbrella, out. It's the umbrella. Yeah. In my opinion, like, yeah, right? I would never say, "Get the chilies." It would be, "Get the Serrano," "Get the Anaheim," "Get the." That's See, just I'm my opinion. I'm trying to think
1: when I write a recipe, I might say one jalapeno, but then down in the in- instructions, I'm going to say, "Add the chili." Yeah,
2: hmm. Robert. Well, well, Mine would be to put them both together. So I'd, Chili I'd, pepper. Uh, actually, Anaheim chilies, jal- jalapeno chilies, Serrano chilies. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. All right. Wow. <laughs> Three different answers. <laughs> oh, joy.
0: I mean, I lean more towards Roberts, but yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chef Leslie.
1: That's fine. Whatever. I'm out. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: I'm out. <laughs> What other type of controversial stuff can we Ooh, stir up here? Yeah.
3: Well where does the where does the chili come from? Where's it indigenous it's innate,
1: to? It's indigenous to the Americas. Yeah.
3: Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. And you think about all the Thai chilies and the Indian chilies and all that stuff, their cuisine depended uh, primarily on pepper corn for heat until
1: Peppercorn one word.
3: Peppercorn, peppercorn. one word. Not peppers. Peppercorn.
1: Peppercorn. peppercorn. The spice, yeah,
3: depended on pepper corns uh, for heat <laughs> until uh, <laughs> until Europeans brought that to Asia.
1: Right. See? So what would that? What would Thai cuisine be without the Thai bird chili?
3: Yeah, Mexico and Thailand, they owe each other a big favor.
1: Um, I'm very excited about all of the delicatessen items that we're that we carry. Does is produce going to be carrying anything new?
2: So we're going to introduce a roasted chili hummus this year.
1: A roasted chili hummus. Okay, so we have a line of hummuses. Three, four? There's four 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 varieties. varieties. Uh And will it be like a puree or will it be chunks?
2: Be the chunks.
1: Ooh, that sounds good.
2: And then we're we're actually testing out a pineapple salsa with the roasted chilies in it also, and we're really close on that. I think we can pull it off. for Currently, the of what
1: what chili are we putting in that salsa?
2: We're doing the serranos and the um, jalapenos. Okay. In the pineapple salsa right now.
1: So then, would you add the chilies to those two, or would you remove?
2: We'll remove, and we'll just put the roasted chilies in there. Okay. Nice. Yep. That sounds like
0: a very good pairing.
1: Yeah, that does sound like a good pairing. Because you were explaining earlier that you you seem to say the tomatoes would kind of overpower the the flavor of the chilies.
2: Right. Yeah, that, that smoky, not sure how you would describe that. It's char flavor. Yeah. That char flavor. You yeah. know, we was talking about, uh, you know. Do people prefer to uh, freeze their product with the skins on or off? Well, if you leave them on, they actually get a little more flavor from that char.
1: Leave um, it on, people. So <laughs> I think
0: I think the jury's still out on that one, Robert. I'm gonna on the, I'm gonna have to try.
1: Yeah, do you have some chilies. and some notch- Well, no, no,
0: that I believe. I'm talking about the the tomato versus Oh, the chilies. I'm gonna throw some chilies into this, our salsa and see what see what that does that that sounds
2: amazing depending Uh, on the ratio I'll report
0: back (laughs)
1: is there any way that we could um literally video you doing the little filet making the filets okay and then we can upload that because I think that's like he just like goes around the top and then comes down and like slides it off and goes on to the next one it's you it takes you like 20 seconds Maybe less. 17 seconds? 5 seconds. Lies.
3: We should time it.
1: Let's time it. Done. Let's post that get baby a, up there.
3: Get a bench scraper. Wham, bam. Psh, done.
1: With gloves. Yeah. Because you're, like, frying at the end of a day in a bushel.
3: Well, and you
0: should just have gloves for just for, for pure for safety.
3: Oh, for heaven's
1: <laughs> sakes. Okay, sorry. If I was doing it in my home.
3: I was putting up chilies with my mom when I was a young kid and uh, didn't wear gloves. She told me I should.
1: How old were you?
3: I was five.
1: That's a mistake.
3: Yep, because then I had to go to the party. Yeah.
1: Why is it always the party?
2: Because <laughs> you could have just said you, rub you, rub you, rub, you rubbed your eyes, but no. No.
1: <laughs> but then aren't your hands like on fire also?
3: Yep, my <laughs> oh, eyes. Oh, you
1: never did that again.
3: My nose.
1: You never did that again.
3: I never did that again. Mom wore the gloves. <laughs> yeah, it was a little. Keep r- that <laughs> yeah. in.
1: That's a keeper.
3: Yeah, I'm, I'll have my mom listen. She'll laugh. What's her name? Gail.
1: Gail. Has he learned? Has he learned anything, Gail? Gentlemen, it has been a pleasure. Thank you so much. My mouth has been watering this entire time. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: August twenty first. Right.
1: August twenty first. Wait, I thought it was July twenty first. No, no
3: it's August.
1: August twenty first. Oh yeah, because there's Labor Day involved. Hello, and then every Friday and Saturday, roasting. Even though chilies are available the whole week.
3: Chilies are available the whole week. No. Oh,
2: they are in the uh, little containers in the inside of yep. the store. We roast on uh, Friday and Saturday only. Okay. <laughs> The Delicatessen will have
3: all their products uh, during the week, and then we'll have several chili uh, centric lunch specials as well, and then probably run something on the weekend.
1: Okay. Up and including, up to and including Labor Day. Labor Day. Which is a Monday. So we'll be roasting on the Monday? Yes. We roast on the Monday. Okay. August 21st.
0: Mark your calendars. We'll post stuff up, obviously, on social media. We'll have uh, all sorts of different information about this on our blog. So go ahead and check that out. Recipes, videos, all sorts of fun, enlightening stuff. Thanks, you guys, for for joining us. And we'll see you next time. Thank you. If not see you, we'll
1: talk at you. Talk with you. We'll We'll hear you. We'll we'll talk with you next time. All right. Woo! Thanks for listening. Please visit us at harmonsgrocery.com.